Well, hello, dear friends, and welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. I hope this evening finds you well. Hello to Wild Bill Flint and Thermite, who both stopped into the chat to say hello. And to all of these, uh, those of you who are watching or listening in the background, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, hope your evenings and everything else with you is going well as well. Uh, Krista says, hi, fam. Hi, Krista. How are you doing? How's your night going? Bill has decided that his evening will be great. And then King Dinosaur stops in with a pirate sound. Are you pirating? Are you in a pirate mood? Arr! Yes, uh, please check out http colon slash slash iwilson.net if you'd like to catch up on all of the Wild Bill Flint posts. He does write a lot more than are just narrated up here on the channel. Um, so it's always good to check out his website, uh, follow up on some of his articles. <clears throat> As always, I'm sure he would appreciate it if you left some comments or talk to him on Twitter. Uh, Black Cat's Poppy is here. Uh, Black Cat, what do you mean? Did you get a present in the mail? King Dinosaur, it's up for interpretation. Arr! Krista, you didn't happen to get a package in the mail today, did you? There's a bunch of stuff sent out. Bill says, ooh, me too, me too. Bill, if you haven't shared some pictures, I feel uh, like you should take some of those. Bill, would you like to explain to everybody potentially in the chat what it is that you got in the mail? Uh, Ms. Blacklight says, hello. Ms. Blacklight, how are you? By the way, Ms. Blacklight has done uh, the Cigar Goyle artwork for this channel, by the way. He's done the Cigar Goyle logo that has become sort of my official avatar, to be honest. Uh, hope you're doing well, Ms. Blacklight. Hope things are going good for you. Um... Black Hat likes your beautiful pictures. Um, you got, I think I sent you the uh, snake with the headphones on too, right? Just watching some trash YouTube. I mean, it's YouTube. It's mostly trash. <laughs> um, but tonight's episode, as we will get to in the second half, says Rumbling Sky, because man, we had some... Oh my God, storms roll through here. I actually didn't think I was going to be able to do the broadcast today. Power and internet access has been spotty for the last several hours. Huge trees around here got knocked down. It's a big disaster. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And I'll tell you a little bit about a storm that I experienced way back in the day that was pretty uh, crazy. In the meantime, let's all have a sip or drink or toke or whatever you're going to do to relax at the end of a hard day. Or at the beginning of your day, if you're starting it. Mmm. Ah, tasty. So, outside of that, what was everyone up to today? Anything fun? Um, Black Cat's Poppy got a wiener dog and a Fez caveman with dinosaur leg. Sent you some presents. Yeah, Krista, it was bad. It was uh, where, like, the sky initially turns green and then just, whoo. Bill had a little bit of a post and smoked some cigars. It was a good post. I think I left a comment on your post and said that that was beautiful because it's a good sentiment. You know, the idea of people, by and large, especially at communal spaces, and you know me, I have long since pitched this uh, chat channel stream, whatever you want to call it, as a cigar lounge, because of the, hey, come on over. And um, in cigar lounges, I feel like there is more of an inclination to invite people over to a table when they're by themselves to have a chat and have a talk. And that's different than bars. And you eloquently illustrated, I think, why. Because bars tend to be more chaotic. Whereas something like a cigar lounge, it's not so much. It's why I really, really like them a lot. Uh, you have a two days off, your weekend starts. Woo! 
Nice. Weekend is always good. Um, <laughs> yes, CG would be Cigar Goyle. <laughs> that was me. Um, Bill got a wizard platypus and... <laughs> oh, one of your friends is in Lansing? Yeah, they got, they got blasted, uh, just like we did around here. It was pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, also, from the other day, when we were talking about, uh, <laughs> a couple things, what was the other thing you got? Uh, Black Cat has been dying lately, so your girlfriend packed you up, uh, to drink a little whiskey, woke you up a little. Are you still, your lungs still bothering you? The, the air there still is bad, isn't it? I mean, you guys still get the, you're still getting the, the smoke from California. Dr. Not Magneto. Wild Bill Flint got Dr. Magento. <laughs> Bill, now you have somebody to talk to. Bill, you have somebody to talk to. King Dinosaur, did you ever grow your slimy head? That sounds really bad. <laughs> uh. Oh man, that's, I'm sorry, Black Cat, that, that's bad, that, those wildfires over there, and I don't know why, I feel like they're, I feel like they didn't get as much attention as some of the other ones that we, that recently came about, got, but apparently there is a terrible fire going on over there, I don't know why it doesn't seem like the media is really, I mean, what happened this morning, well, it happened in the afternoon here for me, alchemical, but yes, we got, uh, blasted by some absolute terrible storms. <laughs> yeah, it's true, Bill. I did. Uh, it was all morning. Yeah, it wasn't, ours was in the afternoon, like three, three o'clock. It, uh, came through man, oh man. And yeah, it's really humid and sticky. I hate when it's human sticky like that. Uh, King Dinosaur keeps forgetting to just run over to the Dollar Tree and get a proper dwelling receptacle for him, but he's sitting right here. It's just an extended puberty for Mr. Monkey Wrench. He wants to grow. And do you remember, do you remember me telling you about rubber duck debugging? Do you remember telling that story? Bill, I know you know what that is. Yeah, you changed his name a little bit. That's okay. He's your friend. He's your pet now. If you want to change his name, he can be Mr. Monkey Wrench. Mr. Monkey Wretch. From 5 a.m. <coughs> to 11 to 1. Oh, man, yeah, you get lots of storms. Yeah, I, I wish it would rain longer, but it just came down. It was that just torrential downpour. Everything just runs off. But anyway, in software engineering and programming, there's a thing called rubber duck debugging. And the idea of rubber duck debugging is that when you are focusing on a problem, you can get a little bit too inside your own head. So occasionally, to talk through a problem, meaning to go through and solve and unravel the problem, and sometimes to force you to explain it out loud unstuck some of the things that might be causing you difficulty. There was a guy who coined the term rubber duck debugging, where what he would do is he would put a little rubber duck on his desk. And when he encountered a problem, an engineering problem or something that he needed to solve or something that he needed to otherwise condense in his head, he would explain this out loud, verbally out loud, say it to the duck. And oftentimes in doing so, and in the explanation, would uncover or find where the mistake was because that just uses some different parts of the brain and occasionally saying it out loud would go, well, uh, oh, wait, actually, duh. You mean that explanation thing that you do all the fucking time, which makes me look like a newt. But it, it is a known, yes, but it is a known thing. You can look this up. It's called rubber duck debugging. So, I know that we've got some writers here in this group that occasionally find themselves a little bit stuck 
I would urge you to potentially use the rubber duck debugging technique with the large slimy heads and a jar that I have sent you. If you find yourself stuck on a writing problem, maybe just start telling it stories and talk out loud. Maybe that'll spur something. If you find yourself like potentially Bill, where you're working on some hardware, software, whatever, maybe talk it out loud, maybe read it out loud. If you're like Black Cat and you're just completely shit nuts, just talk to it anyway. No, Black Cat, I love you. Fucking Black Cat, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, how was your day? <laughs> you talk to the elevator at work. Otis is the only one there that'll uplift you and let you down gently. That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> teddy bear debugging. It's absolutely true. So, teddy bear, rubber duck, slimy head in a jar, whatever the thing or object is, if you treat it like it is something that is listening, that needs to hear the explanation clearly, it is a very useful technique. So, yes, I sent those to be silly. But also, there is some utility in those. I recommend you use them. It's quite insane how well it works. It really is. Yeah, I, I've had work problems that were just, what the fuck am I... And then you talk it out, and you talk it out loud. And then you're like, oh my god, and that's it. And you solve it. It's crazy. It is crazy how much getting inside your own head like that can bind you up. Uh, I guess that's why Blacklight, uh, Ms. Blacklight likes plushies. This is, this is exactly why she loves plushies. What's your favorite? What are your, what are two of your top favorite plushies? A chemical dreams coming in with the big brain with the, uh, insolent fool brain in a jar. Yeah. I mean, mine's not a brain in a jar. It's more like a growing slimy head. Should you be scared with your package? No. No, you should be excited. I don't send anything that's unpleasant or scary. You can ask anybody in here who's ever gotten anything from me in the mail. It is all, it will bring you joy. No matter what it is, it will make you laugh and make you smile. You've got Frog and Toad from the uh, Frog and Toad books. I remember those books. <laughs> Bill, dot, dot, dot. Look, I... <laughs> Uh, your husband, Blacklight likes her husband's teddy, Hershey, and your owl stuffy named after your grandma, Irene. Oh, that's adorable. Aw. I love owls. Bill, what's with the dots? I sent you, I didn't send you anything that didn't suck. What are you talking about? <laughs> Alchemical dreams might have you have a mite concern. What is the mite concern? I got the Metamucil. I didn't send the Metamucil. No, I don't. New. Nope. Owls are your favorite animal, close second being frogs or moths, Ms. Blacklight said. I I find the moth curious. Because I find most people are scared or repelled by moths. Um, but I love owls. I do love frogs. Yeah, the, the things they send, they don't... Slimy heads do not sound... No, they don't... I don't send them slimy. You make them slimy. What? Bill, I'm still confused. You're just going to have to say it out loud. Moths are pretty and gentle, and they love lamps. And, like, if you got a lamp, they're all into it. You're like, hey, moth, you know, I wanted to get you something for your birthday. What, uh, you know, what do you want? And, like, fucking lamp? Like, oh, shit. I got you, dude. <laughs> Alchemical dreams, at some point I will have to send you a growing slimy head in a jar. Uh, they are fun. They keep you company. Uh, okay. Bill says, okay, hold up. Does anybody here believe he doesn't know what I'm talking about? 
anyone. I'm a nice boy. Nobody knows what you're talking about, dude. Nobody knows what you're talking about at all. I didn't send you. <laughs> it's not like I sent you like a box of wasps or spiders. <laughs> not the question. What are you talking about? Seriously, what are you talking about? You should draw Kaylee gifting her moth friend a lamp. Aw. The question was, does anybody believe you don't know what I'm talking about? Ah, well, that's fair. That's fair. You should draw Kaylee getting a moth lamp uh, with her little moth. She should have like a moth friend and they're like, oh, like it's like happy birthday. They're like at the little insect per, like they're like at the bug girl party. By the way, I feel sorry for everyone who missed the sexy earwig unveiling because it was amazing. Um, <laughs> but cheers to you all out there. So the other day, after I sliced a giant piece of my finger in half, um, and I was asking or looking for ways to protect the top of a safety razor, um, I got a few suggestions from a variety of people. Uh, talked to Kurgan a little bit, had several people say, hey, look at this, look at that. So, you know, I went and I looked, and other than just make one, you can go look for safety razor head cover, and they have a whole bunch of them. Now, oddly enough, a lot of them are made out of leather. But the ones that I feel like are made out of leather aren't meant to be taken to the gym and the shower like I was. I would imagine that that's more after you're done and dried it and put it away and just had it dry transported for travel. So that wasn't going to work. A lot of them looked really nice. I'm like, eh. So... After looking around and searching around, I think I found the ideal solution. Krista, prayers, hugs, love, hug, hug, XOXOXO, same back to you. But here is the razor. I got a little razor protector that is made out of silicone. It's got little breathable uh, drain holes in the back. It's just a simple little holster style flap so you just put the razor in the top like that and then this little flappy piece just goes down in the front like a piece and then you just kind of cinch that down and there you go that'll stay in there and uh you won't slice the shit out of your hand and it won't rot or whatever and if it needs to be cleaned you can just throw in the dishwasher. So, um, nice kind of item. Uh, they do have one. Bill says they've got, they've got to have a little plastic one that goes over the top like a toothbrush holder. They did. They, they had some that looked like that. But some of the ones that I looked at, the one was like overpriced and didn't have quick shipping. So I was like, eh. But they did have one that just slides, uh, just slides over to the side. Uh, so that just slides to the side this way. You slide it over the top. There's a little cut piece. So it just slides over the top and protects it. That also looked pretty nice. Uh, the reason why I got this one is because if I, for example, happened to take uh, the other razor somewhere for whatever reason, this also would work to protect that too. And honestly, you could kind of even use it to protect it if you had some sort of knife or something that you wanted to put in there. So it was very cheap. It was not, I think it was like $6 or something like that, if even. Um, the things that go over the top were pretty cheap as well. So that's just one of those, boy, until you say it out loud, well, yeah, there has to be a safety razor protector. Shit, why didn't I just search for that? There they are. There's a whole bunch of them. Uh, but if you were looking for a nice gift to get someone, potentially as a birthday gift or a Christmas present, I would recommend a nice quality safety razor and some nice blades 
And as part of that, you might want to get them one of those leather head protectors that would make for a very nice little set. It's not a lot of money. It's not very expensive, but uh, I think it's truly an item that's uh, just high quality. And, and you don't realize how much you kind of needed it until, until you have it. And you're like, wow, this actually is really nice. So that will keep me from hopefully uh, slicing giant grooves into my finger. That's kind of healed up a little bit by now. Oops. I can't quite see it. But it's uh, the liquid skin or whatever did a pretty good job of holding that closed until it's kind of sealed up. So it's uh, doing much better. So. That is that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. That was uh, bleeding pretty damn, pretty damn severely. Uh, it's a pretty deep cut. But at least uh, it's not bleeding anymore. So letting it get a little bit of air. I'll probably uh, put a little bit of some ointment on when I go to bed. Which, by the way, I need to get to bed. I slept for shit again yesterday. I woke up. Has anybody... Has, has that, have any of you ever done this? I woke up in the middle of the night. And... I was like, oh man, I really got to go to the bathroom. And so I got up and I started walking to the bathroom. And then I realized, actually, no, I don't have to go to the bathroom. And then I stood there for a minute and I was like, I think I'm just overheating. <laughs> so I sat on the bay, I sat on the floor of the bathroom for a minute and cooled off and then went back to bed and fell asleep, but I feel like I was awake a long enough of for a long enough of a gap where it like threw off a REM cycle and just it just wasn't I didn't sleep well. Has anybody like gotten up like that where you feel like it's like a reflex? Oh, I woke up because I must have whatever. And then you start getting up and you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Like I had one time, uh we talked about the eye surgery the other day. I had one time this was way back in the day when I, when I used to wear contacts. And so I remember falling asleep on the couch at my parents' house. I remember waking up, going, oh, I have to go take my contacts out. Walking into the bathroom, my sister was getting ready for bed, brushing her teeth and doing whatever. And <coughs> I walked over to my contact case opened them up to rinse them out and then proceeded to take my contact lenses out. Except I had already taken my contact lenses out. So after rubbing my bare eyeball for a little while and then just being like, God, what the fuck is with my eye? Realized, oh, I just washed my non-disposable contacts down the drain. Hey. <sighs> So like, Bill says, I mean, I'll like him find myself in the kitchen or I'll get up screaming with night terrors. Holy shit. But not oddly concerned. No, I'm oddly concerned about your night terrors. Yikes. King Dinosaur has nights where he wakes up four or five, six times a night. Doesn't always get out of bed unless there's peanut butter. Then I'll zombie walk to the kitchen and eat half a jar of peanut butter. Why would there not ever be peanut butter? There should always be peanut butter. Uh, especially when you go to sleep when the sun comes up. Yeah, and then you're like, you feel all like weird, groggy. Ugh. Oh, wait, hold on. We got a video with sound. Okay, we got a, we're going to switch over for a second here. And we're going, you wake up a lot, you drink lemony water, you might have a tortilla chip. Yeah, peanut butter just one tortilla chip. You just have one tortilla chip and then go back to bed. Kroger store brand chunky is actually pretty good for peanuts plus salt. I don't, I don't like creamy. I don't like chunky peanut butter. I'm a creamy man because you know yourself and you'll eat half a jar of peanut butter a day until you die. So it's a once in a while thing, man, dude loves his peanut butter. Ms. Blacklight falls asleep really easily, but struggles staying asleep, waking up several times a night. Uh, do you have any <coughs> idea why you might be waking up? Is it 
sound, lights, uh, restlessness, worry. King Dinosaur is a peanut butter junkie. Dude, I got maybe two or three. You can't eat two tortilla chips. Who eats two tortilla chips? If you're going to eat tortilla chips, the numbers are at least in the double digits or bullshit. That's what I'm calling. There's no way. <laughs> All right, let's switch over and watch, uh, watch this video that Bill has sent through. Let's see. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. <laughs> so there you can see, uh, Ms. Blacklight, your drawing skill versus mine. <laughs> Not a sexy earwig, just a regular one. Is that a, is that a goddamn earwig? <laughs> yep. You cease. Oh, last night there was a fox by the window. Then, when you woke up later, there was a bat chirping by your window. Do you live in the zoo? Yeah, like you're like uh, you're like mistress of the night. You have you have all these animals coming to your window at night. Probably worry in a busy mind. You'll want to stay up to daydream or conceptualize things. Sound and light help you sleep. So have you thought about either getting, they have nighttime, like a nighttime headset that's soft, that goes over your ears. You could use that to play some sort of sound. And if I recall, they have lighted sleep masks for that very thing that actually are light so that when you put it on, it tricks your eyes into thinking that it is light or daytime. You might want to try something like that to see if that helps you get some sound sleep. Black Cat eats tortilla chips while the coffee is brewing. But you brew coffee? You get up at the middle of the night and go brew coffee? You having to catch on videos just walking across your floor like that? The earwig does not have a name, by the way. You're free to you're free to name them. That's a, that's a damn big earwig. Both of those sound terrifying. What if a monster or a murderer comes into my room? I'll never... Wait, don't you're... I thought you were, like, married or something. You don't have, like, other people in the house? Do you, like, sleep alone in the middle of the woods or something? If a monster or a murderer comes into your room, I would imagine it might actually be better if you didn't know. Because think about it. You just go peacefully in your sleep. What, you want to wake up to the terrifying monster that eviscerates you and tears you to shreds? Or said murderer? Your room is level with the ground. They can slip into my window. But they can do that anyway. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> you want a chance of survival. <laughs> All right, so get bars on your window. Barricade your window. Put something in front of your window that will wake you up. Uh, put a motion sensor alarm on your phone. Put your phone by the window. So if they come through the window, then they'll get you. Yeah, some monsters can fly or burrow. They might be invisible. What if the invisible man comes in there? You wouldn't know anyway. The invisible murderer. As a matter of fact, the murderer could be under your bed. What, do you check your bed every night? What about the closet? You'd be in the house already. Could be in the attic for all you know. See? Or in the shower. Right. It could be behind you right now. <laughs> what what if the curtain came aside and a murder actually like wouldn't that be fucking that'd be irony that would be almost worth it. Your bed is kind of like a box. There's no underneath. 
Yeah, but they could still crawl in there. Were you watching your bed all day? How do you know they didn't go in there while you weren't looking? They could be nesting under there. <laughs> there could be there could be a vampire under there, and he's just waiting for nighttime. <laughs> What if a monster or a murderer comes into your room? <laughs> Meow the cat. How are you doing, sir? Uh, Meow the cat is just here lurking. But thank you so much for stopping by, sir. That's like me when I lurk. Oh, he's dead. No, no dead cats. We don't want to talk about dead cats. As if you don't already sleep with a nightlight. Yeah, when a nightlight... <coughs> is different than like a lighted mask, right? I sleep with a blackout mask on and often do sleep with some sort of sound playing. Um, if you didn't want to do the headphones thing, you could try a small Bluetooth speaker or whatever. You're going to be stone dead. I have the little LED, red LED night lights around my house because otherwise I don't turn on any lights and then I kick stuff. And uh, one time I kicked the edge of my uh, kitchen cabinet and split my toenail in half and uh, bled all over the fucking house as I wandered back to the bathroom to see what I had done, realized that I'd left a bloody trail uh, throughout my house. So then, you know, over the next hour or so that I cleaned up all that shit, finally got done, went to bed. Crawled into bed, went to go snuggle under my covers, and proceeded to catch the end of the ruined toenail band-aid thing on the covers and ripped it back open and blood all over my bed. And then I had to go back and refix that a fucking second time. What a fucking disaster. Yeah, ripping off half your half toenail because of your bed sheets fucking sucks. Now you can do your push-ups and make your tea. 6.40 a.m. Stop bleeding, cigar! No, it makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> also, you've been waiting for a vampire to show up since you were like 13. Don't get your hopes up. I mean, but what kind of vampire? What if it's like Salem's Lot style? I mean, you want to look like that, dude? It's not, they're all not like sexy formal wear looking dudes. Like, <laughs> Other than your night blindness, yes, you're kind of afraid of the dark due to the past. I'm more afraid of ripping my toenails off on accident. Uh, but <laughs> that's because I'm also fairly tall, so I tend to not see stuff that's down near the floor, A. And B, when it's dark, it's even worse. And I end up kicking, smashing shit. It's bad news. It's no good. You don't want none of that. Uh, podcast folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We had some horrendous storms, uh, that, uh, uh, had some horrendous storms that came through here, um, blew some huge trees down. I got pictures from my sister. Uh, a very large old tree that was by their house got blown over, uh, really did some damage. It fell in a, a house across the street, smashed some of that up, and looks like it uh, might have destroyed their car. And then half of a tree that was next to them fell on the house next to them and did some damage. Uh, you know where they live? They have a lot of these beautiful old trees. And uh, there was like 60, 65 mile an hour wind gusts that came through with these really bad storms. And so that did a lot of damage. Um, so the power here started flickering and going out. I lost internet for a little bit. Um, had to disconnect and turn everything off from work um, for a little while. But, man, looking outside, uh, you know, dummy dum-dum people where the trash had come and they leave their fucking garbage cans out. Their garbage cans are blowing all over around the street. I watched one of them bounce over the bounce off the front of some dude's. Actually, I think it was his house. Bounced off the front of his storm door and cracked the glass in a storm door. I felt like saying, "That's what you get for being a lazy son of a bitch and not bring your fucking garbage can in." Because you were home, you were already home. I watched you drive past it, get out of your car, and go into your house. And you're in your house, and the empty garbage can was sitting there. So it broke your fucking door. So good, fuck you, lazy son of a bitch. Yeah, that's. 
That's a pet peeve of mine. You bring your fucking garbage cans in your house. No, they leave them out and they roll all over the fucking street. Like, dude. So yeah, now he's got to replace a large piece of glass in his fucking storm door. Another person that was a few doors down had left what looked like uh, some hoverboards and some electric stuff outside. That's probably all wrecked because not only did it get pouring rain all over it, but one of them looked like it blew into the street and uh, cracked off one of the sidewalks. So that was busted and broken. I'm like, did you not see? Like, when I mean like this, a storm came, it looked like it was nighttime. It was that dark. And uh, Michigan storms, when they come through like that, man, they are brutal. The sky turns like a a greenish, weird color. And man, uh, thunder and lightning. I could feel the thunder in my basement. It uh, It was that loud. And so, man, did we get some horrendous storms like this that roll, that roll through. Um, I mean, just near, I don't want to say near tornado, but holy shit. Um, I'm very sad because it damaged some of the milkweeds that, I, that are growing near to the side of my driveway. I'm disappointed in that because I actually have a lot of happy monarch butterflies that fly around in my backyard now. And I think that's very enjoyable and peaceful. And uh, makes me sad that that milkweed is now cracked and kind of destroyed. Um, Ms. Blacklight lived in Illinois for a bit and saw a trampoline roll down an entire street and the fucking thing was weighed down by several sandbags. Yeah, I mean, that's basically just a giant sail at that point. This would take somebody who's really good in math, maybe like Bill, but I wonder what the, I wonder what the pressure... Uh, like the coefficient of pressure is on a surface area like that once it gets broadside to the wind. It's got to be huge. I mean, that's that's a lot of energy. Uh, fucking wind, man. So, yeah, we had this quick storm that rolled through and did a lot of damage. Um, Black Cat Poppy says, working in your Garden of the Gods and they had ban wind, bad wind storms. You open the door... And a baking pan flew by. You grabbed it and kept it for many years. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy the amount of power from wind. Uh, you don't really get big storms that take out power and whatnot by your street. Yeah, we... And I was thinking about that. Like... Like Iceland. I mean, I imagine they get bad snowstorms and that sort of shit. But I wonder if they've ever... Expe- like... Those people don't experience, like, "Uh uh-oh, here it comes, and suddenly out of nowhere, just a a thunderstorm, like a summer thunderstorm with, like, tornado-style shit and lightning and all that. I imagine the first time you experience something like that, especially if you were an adult and you'd never seen anything like that before, that would be goddamn terrifying. (laughs) Oh, my God. But they don't have, but they have storms, but they don't have thunderstorms like that, do they? Aren't they mostly like ice, like ice storms? Here in Freddy, is it New Brunswick? Your power gets knocked out from a breeze on a sunny day, but stay steady during blizzards. It's completely nonsensical. Huh. Okay, well, I guess they do. Where would be a place that wouldn't get those like that, though? The last time you lost power was because some stupid a-hole hit a pole. Well, um, that happens all the time. If you're ever like, why did the power randomly go out? It's usually because somebody smashed into a telephone pole and uh, knocked the power out. That's usually why. Mm, That happens all the time. Uh, It's like bad. (laughs) Huh. Well, I just, uh, I think it would just be (coughs) a, a experience if you had never seen a, a, a thunderstorm like that. But anyways, many, many years ago, I worked, uh, at an Aiko hardware store. An Aiko hardware store is like an ace or true value. It's a small, smaller local-ish hardware store. It's not like a huge chain store. Um, and I worked at one of those for a little while. 
uh, teenager and had this little 88 Mercury Tracer hatchback car at the time. And the one day I was working there, well, I went to work and uh, I think it was like the one manager, uh, just a couple of these other young girls and some other younger guy that worked there. And yeah, the uh, air raid siren goes off and the sky turns this green color. And we're like, what the fuck? And so, yeah, apparently there was some sudden mix of air and uh, not right next to that building, but I think a few streets over, uh, a funnel cloud was seen forming and the wind and everything just got out of control. So we all sort of went to the back of the store because the whole front of the place was windows. So like, dude, get away from the fucking windows. And from the back of the store, so we're sitting in the back of the store, the power, the power goes out. I mean, this thing came out of nowhere. Hail, wind, massive lightning, thunder, just crazy. And so I could see out in the parking lot, like a movie, a cyclone of shopping carts spinning around in the sky, tumbling end over end. Just flying fucking shopping carts in like in like a funnel pattern. And I'll never forget that in my head, because that was one of those like, wow, that looks cool, but also, holy shit, we're gonna die. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, it looked so fucking cool. But I was like, well, it gets uh I think that's probably about the end for us. Flying fucking shopping carts in like so anyway, this storm just continues to fucking blow. One of the windows started to crack. Uh, the glass started to crack at the front. I don't know if something banged into it or if it was just from the pressure of the, the air. But it continued and got to the point where it was like that movie The Mist. You couldn't even see out the window. There was so much spray from water and just the wind you couldn't even see the shopping cart cyclone anymore. Um, the world was basically just gone. And, and that was spooky too, not being able to see anything at all. And so, man, we're just huddled at the back of this fucking store while this just goes absolutely apeshit. You gotta remember too, this was before cell phones. So there was no way to know where this was hitting, if any of my family members were hurt, what was going on anywhere. You're just here and there in the dark with the power off. And fucking just hear all this shit just crashing around outside. A horrendous fucking racket. It's fucking scary. So eventually the storm kind of passes and quiets down. The wind dies down. The noise dies down. It's now just kind of raining a little bit. You can hear the rumble of the thunder in the air and see the flashes in the sky as the storm system moves by. But we go up near the front and there was, it looked like a poltergeist had stacked a pyramid of shopping carts in the parking lot. A lot of them weren't even ours. So this was like one of those strip malls where it's shaped kind of like an L. So it's a, a long drive and then an L shape that goes back out to one of the main streets. All of the shopping carts and trash cans from that whole entire parking lot were all in one giant pile. It was the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, just a giant pile of shopping carts and trash cans. A bunch of cars had been fucking smashed up and had scratches and windows and shit busted out. Mine, my tiny little Mercury Tracer, that in the back of my head, I was like, I kind of hope my car gets destroyed because then it will get totaled by insurance and I can get a new car. My car was like untouched. My poor, adorable, blue, little turbo roller skate Mercury Tracer was just fine. Uh, thank God they weren't smashing into the store. That's the thing. It must have been that the way that the building was there with the wind... And I don't know, maybe that was what caused it to sort of be like a circular pattern. But again, they were like swirling around in a circle. Uh, so it was like 
uh, either that or the, a funnel cloud started to form outside. I don't know. But some of the other buildings down the way were smashed up. Branches crashed through windows. Uh, there was a gas station that was uh, over and off in the adjoining parking lot. A lot of the handles were blown off the pumps. There was just shit all over the place. Uh, that place had like a mechanics, a little mechanics garage. It was like a single bay that you could get just like quick little tire change, rotation, whatever. And so they had this rack of like used tire. All the used tires were all over in the street. Like they'd blown all over the place. Everything was everywhere. I mean, it, seriously, it looked like somebody just picked up the world and shook it around. And there was just fucking shit everywhere. The streets are flooded. The power is out, obviously. One of the street lights. So this is how powerful this was. If you look at the tension that they have on those fucking street lights, one of the street lights was laying in the street. Like, th that was a mat. Some street lights were knocked over. And so anyway, they're like, everybody go home. Just get out of here, go home. Don't worry about it. You'll get clocked in for eight hours. Just go home. Uh, this is a major disaster. So, yeah, I get my little turbo roller skate and go to drive home. That was a fucking adventure because flooding everywhere, um, major knockdown of trees. So I wasn't, it wasn't that far of a drive for me to get home. Thank goodness. I mean, I'd say it was probably, I don't know, four or five miles. So it wasn't very far, but man, trees down everywhere devastation uh stuff just blown around and smashed all over the place um there's a a uh area that's nearby there where there's this major field where at one point there was a gas leak and a major explosion and so there are all these emergency vehicles out and around over there uh to make sure that that wasn't either leaking or damaged or anything else it was crazy. It's fucking crazy. And so I'm driving home, teenage kid. Again, no cell phone. So I have no way of knowing what roads are open or destroyed. If my family's, if their house is wrecked. I mean, I've, you have no way of knowing. Everything's down. All the phones are down. The power's out. There's no way of getting a hold of anybody. So I'm driving home in this tiny little hatchback. And, uh, yeah, I'm, trying to make sure I don't drive through flood water. At one point, I go to drive down the side street, and there was this giant tree that had fallen and crashed and sort of blocked the street. And so I kind of pull up to it, and there's a lot of water. And so thankfully, the guy that owned the house, and I thought this was very gracious and cosmopolitan of the man, he goes, just go up the drive, just go up the driveway and just drive, drive around on my front lawn. He's like, you're, you're going to get stuck trying to go back on that. So thankfully he let me go up on his grass and around this tree that had fallen and sort of blocked the street. But dude, that was a, that came out of nowhere. And, uh, I often have dreams about that. I have dreams about that often with that circular cyclone of fucking shopping carts. I've never seen anything like that in my life again. It's nuts. So storms and stuff like that. I don't tell people like, man, when this is severe thunderstorm morning, like how severe is severe? Cause this is some shit. Like don't, don't be like, Oh no, it'll be fine. I'm going to take the dog for like, dude, a fucking storm. Like, you know, when you're in a survival situation, why do you think shelter is one of the first things that they tell you to take? Like, dude. Twerk stops by and says, Henlo. Well, you'll get along with Miss Blacklight because she said Henlo too. But hello, Twerk. How are you doing tonight? I hope you're doing well. We are in the last 10 to 15 minutes of tonight's nightcap talking about horrendous storms and rumblings in the sky. So I hope you're doing well. Is there anything you'd like to talk about, ask, or discuss at the end of the show? Make sure you just type that out in chat. And thanks for stopping by. I really do appreciate that. A cheers to you. See, I watch those storms. We get 
they come out of nowhere here because again the the wind will roll over these lakes and not just the great lakes you know you have uh lake st Clair. uh we have a lot of water around here and man it uh it occasionally you get these storms that come out of nowhere that are just absolutely that absolutely just pound the shit out of everything uh tonight we are drinking saint augustine distillery gin this is uh a not super piney or juniper region. It's very flavorful. Has a little bit of lime in it, so it has a little bit of a nice citrus twist. I am normally not a gin guy at all, but this is pretty good. And uh, I chill the glass a little bit and put a little bit of ice cold water in it. So when I pour the gin in there, it's nice and cool. It's very refreshing. I actually wish I had some of that uh, true lemon powder. I'd put the the lemon powder in there. That would be really nice and flavorful. <clears throat> but yeah, these, uh, these storms and, uh, we're supposed to get possibly more of them tomorrow. Uh, okay. Ms. Blacklight comments. We had a serious tornado last time it was in Illinois. After it was over, we drove around to see how the town was. Two buildings had collapsed and your friend's metal shed wrapped around a tree. But weirdly, all the stuff inside was exactly where it was unfazed. That's the nutty thing about wind and storms and stuff like that. Just pressure and they'll roll or whip by and pull stuff like that off. And then everything, it's like the pulling the tablecloth out from under stuff on a table. Like, how did all the rest of that remain fine? And then this is just destroyed. Yeah, the, uh, the, this, the storm uh, that I was talking about that was years ago. I mean, stuff like that, you could just see wrecked all over the place. Little sheds busted apart, um, you know, little bins and containers blown all over the place, flower pots that had blown and smashed into stuff. Some of them obviously crashed into windows, whether it was a car window or a house window. A lot of damage. Um, and there was this large house that was set up to be a little bit, kind of like a manor house. You know, it has like those pillars out front. It blew the pillars. Like, there was one pillar left. The other three were, like, laying in the street. So, like, that just came through. I mean, it, it was like a hurricane. It was absolutely nuts. So, yeah, we had some bad storms today. I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to do the stream if the power was out. But there's an add-on to that because <clears throat> today was a workout day for me. So, I was initially like, I don't know. There's a storm coming. There's a storm. Maybe I should just stay home, whatever. But it looked like the storm had passed. So I figured, all right, don't be sleepy. Go get your workout in. So I get my stuff together. And I drive to the gym. And on one of the roads that I take to the gym, there's all sorts of fire trucks and road flares and emergency vehicles. I don't know what happened over there. But I'm like, I'm going to avoid that road and go that way. So I go around it, I end up at the gym, I walk through the front door of the gym, and I walk in, and I'm going to scan in, and the fucking power goes out. And then the power comes back on, and now the lights are flickering. And I was like, shit. And the guy goes, yeah, it, it kind of went in and out a little before, but I think it's going to be alright. I said, well, if the power goes completely out, obviously you guys got to close, right? He goes, yeah, if the power goes out, we, we got to have everybody out. I was like, well, all right. So I go in there and I start doing my workout. You know what? It's fine. The power goes out once for like 10 seconds and comes back on. No big deal. Continue to get my workout. It's like, all right, if, if that's, if it's just going to occasionally come in and out like that, it's no big deal. Maybe what happened is they're reconnecting or rerouting power from somewhere else, whatever. So I'm killing it. I'm getting just sweaty as hell. And because I had sliced the shit out of my finger earlier this week, was like, I needed to shave and like, I stubble. So I was like, just sweaty and greasy. I'm like, oh man, fucking, I can't wait to get done. Go take a shower. So I'm like, just about to the end of the workout and the fucking power goes out. Sorry, everybody. We're going to have to have everybody leave. The power kind of comes on, kind of browns out. He goes, yeah, they're going to have to shut the whole power off to do some work on it. And uh, for safety's sake, we have to have everybody leave. So I had to, 
go to my locker and get my stuff and go drive home. Just fucking disgusting. Just soaked. And like that, like, funky salt sticky. My headband is fucking dripping wet. I was like, uh, do I have time to change? He's like, no, we gotta have everybody leave. So, like, <laughs> so I had to go get in my truck with my sweaty, goopy workout clothes. So I'm like, I might as well just wallow like a fucking dirty pig at this point. So I changed my shirt in the parking lot. I was like, well, I am just going to go out to eat. Might as well just be gross. So a place that I usually go to eat at, they have an outdoor patio. So I went and sat at the outdoor patio. So the waitress comes outside. She's like, hey, how you doing? I was like, don't get too close to me. And she gets this look on her face like, oh, my God, is this guy have like COVID or the plague? It's like, I, I had to leave the gym because the power went out. And so I didn't shower or anything. Like, I feel like I'm fucking disgusting. And she goes... Well, we're by the freeway, so there's a lot of really disgusting people that come through here. I'm sure you'll be fine. And came over to the table. Ah, she didn't give a shit. <laughs> what a trooper. Love it. So, I ate my dinner and tried to stand up out there so I wasn't sitting in my wet yuck pants. <laughs> but I like her. She's she's cool. She, she sees me a lot. She, she's like, she goes, uh... You have to live close by here. See so you come by. It's like, well, this is like my after gym eating spot because you're right off the freeway exit ramp over here. And then I take that road over and go home. I said, so it's perfect. You're still, you know, you're open till 10 o'clock. So I usually come after the gym, but I usually shower and clean up. I said, but we couldn't do that today because the power is all going out. She goes, yeah, it's been on and off here. She goes, the place across, the, the buildings across the street, their power went out for a while. She said, it sounded like some transformer popped a short while away, but that has to be on the other end of some exchange because kitty corner over and across the street, their power was out, but the traffic lights were still on and the power was on over there. So man, that storm that came through, even for just a short while, did a lot of damage. So don't underestimate that stuff. Keep yourself safe out there. You get storm warnings, bend down the hatches. Yeah, I know. We've been through them. They're just storms. But keep yourself safe, okay? So, that's the uh, evening's story time tale of some storm action. Cheers to that for staying safe. Now, next week. <clears throat> Here's a slight announcement for next week. I have a tentative guest next week on Wednesday. You get no hint as to the identity of the guest. I will not tell you whether this guest has been here or not before. But I will say that we will probably be talking a little bit about video games and old school arcade culture. And I'm going to have a, give, a giveaway where the winner will be able to choose a retro video game and get custom artwork drawn by uh, Sophie, who's on Twitter. She does these fantastic, vibrant, uh, like, ink pen drawings. So uh, you will win one-of-a-kind, unique artwork next Wednesday on that episode. So... Make sure you stop in, and if you have any friends that are retro gaming fans, maybe have them stop by. Uh, again, we'll be talking with the guest for a little while. I'm really excited about that. Uh, absolutely hope hope that that happens. Um, so yeah, there'll be a giveaway. You get a custom uh, custom artwork, and uh, get to do an interview. So so that'll be fun. Um, I don't know about tomorrow. Again, tomorrow depends on those storms. If the storms come back through, I'll play it by ear. I entertained the idea of doing a actual cigar chat upstairs in the front room. So, if the power is on, I think I may do that tomorrow. So, we'll see. But that's going to do it for tonight's episode. Oh, God, if I could get Kurt Russell. God, if I, if I had Kurt Russell on this show, I might just be like, 
I don't have to do anything for the rest of my life. Mission accomplished. What? You can't. There's nothing better I can do. It's Kurt Russell. Imagine if, like, Kurt Russell came on the show, and he's like, you know, the only person that I know of who would have made a better Jack Burton would have been you. I'd be like, no. No. And then it would just disintegrate. There's nowhere to go from there. Nowhere. Nope. So, um... I think that's it. Uh, I can't believe that once again, this has been over an hour. Thank you so much to the, uh, recurring faces that we always have here. King Dinosaur, Black Cat's Poppy, Wild Bill Flint, uh, Krista. Who else did we have? There was somebody else here that was earlier, wasn't there? Alchemical Dreams. Yes, Alchemical Dreams. Uh, stopping by and saying hello. And Ms. Blacklight, it was so good to see you and to have you back. Thank you so much for chatting and talking to us. I really enjoyed that. To Meow the Cat, even though he's probably lurking and creeping around somewhere, like a real cat. He's probably under this desk. And uh, Twerk, it was good to see you too. I hope you will stop by again and say hello and talk to us. Um, it's always fun this uh, show is often the highlight of my day, and I mean that truly and sincerely. So let's finish up the last of the drink here. And as we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. Get yourselves some rest, and we will see you again tomorrow night.